0: Welcome to Watson's Stay Healthy Podcast, your audio guide to holistic well-being.
1: Let us wake up to the tracks of diabetes before it's too late and save yourself from the dangers of diabetes. Diabetes is dubbed the silent killer, but do our kaki Watsons know what is diabetes? Let us ask our experts on this. Today we have Dr. Shalini, the endocrinologist from Pantai Hospital. Hi, Dr. Hi, Cheryl. Thank you for having me here. So, doctor, can you roughly tell us
0: what is diabetes? So, diabetes is actually a chronic metabolic disease characterized by elevated level of blood glucose, which leads over time to serious damage to the heart, blood vessels, especially to the eyes, kidneys, and the nerves. So, actually, it's not
1: the high blood glucose that's scary, but it's the complications caused by the high sugars that's scary.
0: The symptoms of diabetes are usually very rare but if the patients do have symptoms it's usually when the blood glucose level is very high and it's usually presented as symptoms like frequently needing to uh, go to the loo we call it frequent urination, frequent thirsty, uh, frequently hungry or craving for sweet things, weight loss which is unintentional and also feeling of tiredness or lethargy.
1: Okay so actually if you don't do any tests we wouldn't know that we actually have diabetes.
0: Correct, yeah. So, um, as from the recent survey, what was found is that one in two people who have diabetes were not aware that they have the disease. Usually, patients might not even be aware that they have the disease and some may be undiagnosed for a long time. Okay, when we actually talk
1: about diabetes, a lot of people will actually talk about sugar. Why is sugar the silent killer?
0: It's silent because, you know, it doesn't hurt you when you have high glucose level. It's only when you present with complications that it becomes extremely painful and sometimes it can even cause death as a presentation. A lot of patients come in with unexplained, unhealing wounds or even um, necrotic uh, limbs and they were not aware that they have diabetes. Basically, they have um, dead cells in the body, tissues in the body that needs amputation. And you know about sixty percent of all the non-traumatic amputations that we have is due to diabetes foot ulcers. Okay. So, Doctor Shalini, do those uh, diabetes patients have poorer in immunity? Yes, it's true. So diabetes uh, suppresses our immune system, the effectiveness of our immune response. That's why that explains why a lot of people with diabetes sometimes they have poor wound healing, uh, complications from inf- infection. So what that.
1: That's why diabetes actually increased a lot of risk to other health complications, right?
0: Yes, diabetes also uh, is uh, among the the disease that is usually predisposing a person to early death. Having diabetes is not something that we should see as, um, uh, as nothing. It's really serious and we shouldn't take it lightly. In fact, diabetes kills more people compared to cancers.
1: Dr. Shalini, can you tell us how harmful is diabetes for our body like how does the high sugar actually causes Uh, the complications that you mentioned about your eyes, uh, the kidney and even our heart.
0: So diabetes, as I would say, um, complications of diabetes usually affects the blood vessels. So we can broadly categorize it into two broad categories, which is the microvascular complications and the macrovascular complications. So damage to the small blood vessels, especially the ones that supplies the eyes, the kidney and the nerves causes diabetic retinopathy, can cause blindness, can worsen cataract or predispose somebody to get cataract or even glaucoma. So many of the cases of people being blind is actually due to diabetes complications. How actually the high sugars will affect the blood vessels? Well, the high blood glucose level is actually um, cause sluggishness to the blood flow. So in the long run, this sluggishness is um, cause injury to the blood vessels. So when the blood vessels are injured, it is prone to uh, disrupt and burst. And In fact, uh, there will be also what we call atherosclerosis uh, deposition. That means the pipes, which is our blood vessels get clogged up easily and that causes um, damage to blood vessels. For those that
1: would like to know whether they are healthy or not, okay what is the healthy range for their glucose level
0: right so um, usually if we do a fasting glucose level it shouldn't be more than 5.6 so if it's um, more than 7 on the fasting usually that's already one of the characteristics of uh, being diagnosed with diabetes but usually we need a a second test to confirm it so if do a random check usually even two hours after meals our blood glucose level shouldn't be more than 7.8 millimoles per liter and if it's more than and 11.1 that's on the right. random that's already diabetes if the patient have symptoms how often do we need to check our glucose level do we check every three months or one month what will actually so screening for people with diabetes if they have a few risk factors that um, you know so i would like to talk about the risk factors like if you have a family history of diabetes if you um, have all these complications that i mentioned of course at that point of time, you need to be screened for diabetes. At the same time, if you have sedentary lifestyle, you know you've been eating a lot of sugary stuff, you've been drinking a lot of carbonated drinks, you don't have to wait too long to uh, be screened other things like if history your mom when she was carrying you she had diabetes when she was pregnant you that predispose you to have the disease so you have to screen yourself okay so another thing is being Asians we already have the genetic predisposition to have diabetes so you don't need a family history of diabetes to put you at risk being Asians itself is a, is it a oh, risk no okay, yeah. <laughs> that's not a good news yeah if you are overweight or obese or if you're a lady uh, uh, suffering for, from a condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is characterized by irregular periods, weight gain, unwanted hairs, and hair loss, that's also a condition of insulin resistant. That too, uh, you need to screen yourself for diabetes. And yeah. usually, we do that. Having said that, for the vast majority, if you do not have all these risk factor, it is wise to start screening for diabetes at the age of thirty five years old. And how often you can do a yearly or two yearly check at at the minimum so we
1: we have we do have a lot of patients that come to us as early as 20 years old or usually it's about 25 to five years old they already start doing their routine yeah i think
0: they- now we are diagnosing diabetes at a younger age it's not a disease of the old in fact it's now you know more and more younger individuals are being diagnosed with diabetes i'm talking about type 2 diabetes so we can have as early as 10 years of age being diagnosed with type 2 diabetes so, having said that, so if the person have the risk factor, how early should they come to be screened? As early as 10 years of age, or when puberty sets in?
1: Any more advice that you want to give to our Kake Watsons here? What can we do to uh, reduce the complications, or uh, what will be your suggestions?
0: You rightly say so that Malaysia is a country which is sweet. The fact that we consume so much of rice uh, already predisposed us to have diabetes. So what you could do is actually try to limit the uh, consumption of this sugary food or rice you know that's rich in carbohydrates so try to go for nutrient dense uh rich food rather than calorie dense food. Other things that you can do to prevent is yeah, regularly monitor yourself for the disease. And when once you are diagnosed, don't shy away to be getting yourself treated. I we only give our patients the maximum of three months to go on a diet and exercise and if it does not help with the controlling their blood glucose level then usually what the doctors do is we will start medications and that is actually good for you rather than harmful because that delays the complications that I've been talking about and in fact if you get your glucose level to good control you can lead a relatively normal life and we can delay the need of using insulin as well and even if insulin were given as an initial Treatment. Don't take it as a punishment. In fact, it's, insulin is a great help. You can get your glucose level to normal uh, fastest with the use of insulin. And sometimes, you improve your lifestyle, you reduce the carbohydrate intake or the sugary food or drinks. Then you will see yourself not needing the insulin, and then you can shift back to oral medications. Yeah.
1: So, doctor, before you start the patient on oral medications, will you actually give them like lifestyle modification? Uh, advice.
0: Yes, definitely. Uh, lifestyle modification is the cornerstone to our treatment. Without the patient adjusting, you know, to a better diet and also regular exercise and avoid sedentary, all the medications might not be helpful if they keep on. Eating as much as they used to before, and uh, if I can't use oral medications, then I probably will need an injection or insulin. Insulin,
1: right? Okay. All right, Kaki Watsons, you heard that right. So thanks, Doctor Shani, for all the valuable informations that you shared with us today. For Kaki Watsons that have concern on diabetes, you can look out for nutrition drinks that have proven formula to help manage glucose level. Or you can look out for some botanical tea blends that offer health benefits such as sugar control. Besides that, there are also beverages that are low in glycemic index and contains high monosaturated fats that are beneficial for people with diabetes. Yeah, and on top of that, oat can also help in controlling blood sugar level. If you experience any tingling sensation or numbness on your feet or your fingers, Do consume vitamin B1, B6 and B12 which are clinically tested to nourish your nerve cells, improve your nerve functions and also relieve your nerve pain. And of course, as usual, do check out other vitamins and minerals that are available at Watson's store. Do head over to your nearest Watson store and check it out. Yeah, and that's all for today. Bye!
0: And that's a wrap for today's Watson's Stay Healthy podcast. Thank you for listening.